me out to the ball game. Why is that so obnoxious? Take me out to the crowd. Great song, and you butcher it. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. Not in uh, Hartford this year. I don't care if I I cannot believe they're not selling (laughs) peanuts at a baseball game. I know. I cannot believe that. I couldn't believe when they started selling sushi. The Hartford Yard Goats are like, come on out to the ballpark. We have... And Cracker Jack. Oh, doesn't work as well. Can't even have full Cracker Jacks. There's peanuts in Cracker Jacks. (sighs) So, guys, if you can't tell, this is our baseball show. Baseball. So, pitchers and catchers are going to – they've actually started to report. Should be, by the way. Baseball's right around the corner. Opening day should be a national holiday. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a tinge of spring in the air. Thanks to climate change, it's, a little it's, chilly. it's very springy out. <laughs> so thank you, melting polar ice caps. Baseball season starts now. So everyone, welcome to the Mike and Mo Baseball, baseball Show. Ooh, that was unplanned. That was totally we unplanned. We didn't even have a, a title for that. Hello. That's good. That's synergy. That's synergy. <laughs> it was what we're going to say anyway, so the bar's really low. There for you your go. Synergy. There you yeah. go. So, um... I forget who are the defending World Series champions. Mo? Do we have to talk about it? The Boston Red Sox are the champions of the world! Yes. Cubs will have a better record than the Red Sox this year. Mm. Are, we, are, we, are we putting a wager on this? What's oh, the wager? I, th- I think the wager needs to be non-monetary and something Oh, it can't, it, it can't be monetary. I don't know. I think, I think our baseball fan fans are the ones who are going to have to tell us what the wager is. Love it. So... Uh, tweet at the bar is low, bro, or call in to our voicemail line six three one seven Mike Mo six three one seven Mike. I still Mo. don't like that song. Why do you sing that song? Safe. <laughs> Good call. There's no replay on that. Sorry, there, there, you can replay a home run now, but you can't replay my my uh, Awful. my little ditty. And no one wants to replay it. That's the problem. <laughs> how much? How much do you 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 are by and far a bigger sports purist than I am? I love the purity of the sport. Yes. How much do you hate instant replay in baseball? I love getting the call right. Getting the call right is one thing. Because as we know, <clears throat> Steve <clears throat> Vern, uh, umpires <laughs> never get their call right all the time. So here's my take on on, on, on any of these these calls. Yeah. So unless you're going to make it for every single call uh-huh. and take the human error out of the game entirely. No, don't do that. Well, I mean, now you're calling balls and strikes. Why don't you have just uh, the, the box set up that Fox puts up so you can see where balls and strikes are and let that decide that for you. That box is never right. You know, what, what do you want to take every t- step out from every pitch and see if that was a ball or a strike? You and I have different strike zones. We very much do. We very much have different strike very zones. Very much do. And uh, the the human element is a big part of defining what that strike zone is. And their interpretation of the rule as it happens. Now, I'm okay with a couple of plays. I'm okay on a scoring play. I'm okay on... On the home run. Are you okay the with home, it? I am okay on the okay. home run. Great. I am okay on okay. the home run. What about on the fair or foul? Yes. Uh huh. Um, reluctantly, right? I'm not a fan of having that involvement because it is that call made on the field. Yeah. Let that umpire make that call. Yeah. If you start picking and choosing which plays are reviewable, uh huh, it changes the entire dynamic of the game. Okay. So either but, I'm, I'm but more they've for done every, that. everything or nothing. That's where I come from to start with. I'm okay with some of what they're doing, but I don't like the more and more and more involvement of the technology in the game. Baseball is a very simple game. Yeah. 
You throw the ball. Uh-huh. You hit the ball. Ooh. You catch the ball. Uh-huh. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you lose. Okay. And sometimes it rains. You had to go there? I did. All right. Yeah, well. So, look, it's a simple game. Keep it simple, stupid. Don't don't play this other whole thing where they, oh, well, I'll tell you where I hate I it. I would have been safe. If it, shut up. This is where That's I the hate call. the replay. The replay, this is where it is being used in a way that it was not intended. When go. base stealers or base runners slide through the bag and come off a millimeter. Yeah. It helped the Red Sox big time this year. It did. It hurt the Red Sox a couple times, but that was regular season hurt. Okay. Helped them there in the playoffs. But I just, I can't stand that because that is not the spirit of why we have this replay. I agree. And that that's the one that pisses me off. I like it on the home runs. I like it on the fair or foul. Mm-hmm. Uh, fan interference, I don't like it because that is a judgment call. That should, well, should, should be a be. judgment call. Yeah. Um, you know, leaning over. The, unless you have a 360 camera, you can't tell where they're actually leaning over. By the way, Again, stop leaning thing. over, fans. Stop doing that. Bumps the heck out of me. I wonder why. Don't start. They don't belong. Look, you're there to watch the game. You're yes. not there to affect the game. Yes. Keep your hands inside the rail. Keep your hands inside the car at all times. Don't say the name, and I won't smack you. Right? I wasn't, you're looking I, at me. I wasn't going to say the it's name. the most painful name I to hear. I wasn't going to say the name. Thank you. I was not going to say the name. I've been watching a lot of The Simpsons recently, by the way. Don't. <laughs> don't. And don't. my favorite alter ego. My is hand's coming up. I'm going to smack him. El Barto. Which, which, which is which is the uh, the original graffiti that he wrote up there. So anyway, moving on. Moving we're gonna, along. We're gonna we're gonna move past. Leave this. my pain we're behind gonna, me. We're gonna move past this. It was very painful for me prior to two thousand four. You don't get to say how <laughs> painful it was for you. Shut your mouth. It was very painful. You know, it's like Red Sox fans now looking at Cubs fans, going, "I know how you feel." No, you didn't know how I felt. You know, how I felt winning we, we the first did, one. We did know how we. No, felt. Yes. we were still a longer drought than you were. And, Absolutely. And, and longer drought than um, – do you think it's ever going to happen again? Do you think there's ever going to be a, a another, drought that long? Another drought. I don't know. Like that long. Do you think the Indians are going to make it to 2048? I don't know. I hope I hope they uh, hope they win one. I really Because that's do. the longest one now, isn't it? Yeah. The I Indians think it's are 2048 now, yeah. is the Indians. Yeah. Yeah. That must have – I mean, with you watching in 2004 and then 2005, the, yeah. the second and third longest droughts – the White Sox and then the Red Sox. Right. That must just suck. It was painful. Yeah. It was painful to watch, but I got to tell you, in, in 2016. But how sweet was 2016? You said Swixteen. So most people don't know this. You know uh, this. Yeah. I refused to watch the World Series with anyone. Um, I watched it <laughs> on my couch. Yeah. At home by yeah. myself, no one else around. Yeah. And uh, so I, I watched this, yeah, the, the previous World Series. I, I wept like a child. Yes. It was the most incredible thing. I'm sure it was. I was waiting for, uh, with all with all that was going on at the end of that the, the game seven, I was just tears welling going, there's going to be an earthquake, and it's going to swallow up the stadium, yeah. and they're not going to finish this game. No. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Oh, no. It was just so much fear. Yeah. You, know, you live your whole life with the, with your team losing, 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 losing. Yep. And, and we had our mantra, you know? Our mantra started on the day after opening day. There's always next year. That was always the mantra of every Cub fan. Yep. After day one, we're like, ah, this is always next year. Didn't you guys win on opening day this year, though? No, we did. That's always the, that's the Wasn't joke. it like the Cubs hit uh, the, the first pitch of the season was a home run? Yeah, it was. This past, it was. This yeah. past season. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how you knew was, that. Hey, no, that's how you knew that you weren't going to win the World Series. You're like, it can't, it can't go this right the entire season. We can't <laughs> repeat a, like that. They had a great year. Yeah. They just didn't. Uh, 
they peaked a little too early this past year. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to see how free agency affects the Cubs going yeah. into next year. But uh-huh. bottom line, I, I feel really good about this team. Sure. And I think they're going to have a better year than the Red Sox. Okay. So, yeah, someone's going to have to uh, – I, I wholeheartedly disagree. But uh, – well, You're allowed to. Yes, we will We will have the bet. So someone's going to figure out what the stakes are of the bet, and we're going we're gonna to talk about it on the normal show. But this is a sports show. This is a baseball show. Baseball! Apologies for our nerd fans. Baseball. And our music fans and our movie fans. We are not going to talk about those unless it's Field of Dreams or The Natural or Major League or Ken Burns Baseball. Moonlight or, Graham. Oh, my goodness. Moonlight Graham. What did I see, Ray? A, a poor stat sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Moonlight. Moonlight, Sorry, Moonlight. Graham. But uh, yeah, so pitchers and catchers coming up. Baseball starting soon. Very excited. Um, I mean, the Yankees are definitely stacking themselves up for another run. They did the same thing last year, though. I'm not that scared. So let's look at what they're talking about for, for our uh, uh, free agents that are out there right now uh-huh. that still don't have a team. Yeah, there's there there are a couple that are out there. I mean, I I'm I'm personally not so high on Manny Machado because I watched how bad he did in the World Series. You hate Manny Machado to start with. But <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm it, not a big fan. Manny Machado, it, it goes back a couple years with some dirty slides into second, trying yeah. to break some people's legs at Fenway. I wasn't appreciative, and that's when he was on the Orioles. The Orioles, yeah. Um, and then he went to the Dodgers, and luckily was god awful in the World <laughs> Series. Um, he actually, uh, I I would have voted for him for MVP. The, the, That's how oh, bad he played. The pressure got to him. <laughs> oh yeah, big time. Pressure got to him. So it's like, and, and in the same way that it got to Craig Kimbrell in the playoffs, who's just yeah dominant closer, entire career, regular season, and then you get to the playoffs, and he just did not have it, and that's why he's not going to be coming back to Boston. He's not signed by anyone yet. No, he's also that's still tough. Out there. Yeah, so it's two um, postseason choke artists uh, who are regular season studs who are still out there. I mean, look, I, 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 if Manny Machado, I mean, I don't think he's going to go to the Yankees at this point, even though they were talking about it. No, they're still talking about Bryce Harper with the Yankees, too. Uh, and they're talking about Bryce Harper to everywhere. They're talking to Philly. Not necessarily. They're, they're talking, closing it down. They're talking Philly. They're talking uh, the White Sox. Yep. They're talking the Yankees still. I don't think which he's going I don't to New York. Th- I don't see him going to New York. I don't think he's going to New York because there's this guy named Aaron Judge who is still making a <laughs> minor league salary who they're going to have to pay sometime soon. Yep. And even though there's no salary cap, there's, you know, the, the Yankees. There's reality. Are, there is reality, and there's a luxury tax. Yes, which, there I mean, is. You know, whatever. Hey, I'm happy that's out there because that's what's – Keeping the Yankees from spending spending three hundred million dollars right now. I just watched Moneyball again the other day. It's one of my movies <laughs> to it. watch to get ready for the season. And I it just starts it. pitches and catches are reporting and like oh, I want to watch Moneyball. Billy Bean, I'm smart wa- guy. I'm gonna watch some uh, me some Bull Durham. Ooh, I love Bull Durham. I'm gonna watch some Major League. Nice. And I'm gonna watch some Field of Dreams. Okay, love it. That's a, that. That's a solid list. That's to get ready. That's, that's to get ready for list. baseball. No natural. I like the natural. It's it's a little slow and dry for me. Okay. It doesn't move as quickly as the others do. Uh, I'm, with Moneyball, I like it because I remember it. I remember that time yeah. of those teams being built and going, wait, what are they doing? Yeah. They're falling apart. What are they doing? Yeah. The, the, the concept. Well, after they stopped taking all those steroids from Jose Canseco, oh. slinging them around in the 80s. You know, all right, let's, since you brought it up, I'm going to touch base on this. This gets me going all the time. On juice ball? There was no Moneyball? rule against uh-huh. the steroids. No, there wasn't. So don't hold these guys accountable uh-huh. now when uh-huh. there was not a rule against it then. Uh-huh. That bothers me. The rule was put in place in like 91. Right. And it was a memo. Right. And so he said, remember, this is not – it's it's illegal because it it, it it messes with the integrity of the game is I believe what the memo was. Which is ridiculous like too because, you know, give Hulk Hogan a bat. He can't put one out at Yankee Stadium. No, no, no. No, he can't. 
There's but, still a talent to it. And and if you run the risk of, of trying to get bigger, stronger, doing too much, you run the risk of injury, that's on you. But the, Don't take it away from, from the Mark McGuire's and the Sammy Sosa's who have an incredible talent that they were able to put to work. Yeah. And yes, they shortened their careers by doing that. Yeah, it was the wrong thing to do. But they still set records. See, I don't know if I'm going to say it was the, the, the wrong thing to do because the entire playing field was elevated because the entirety of Major League Baseball, save a small minority, were not doing it. Well, the entire, all of baseball yeah. was saved by that race, and the McGuire-Sosa race. That is true. That is true. But the, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, like, everyone was really doing it. Maybe 80% of the league was doing it. A lot it. of the league was doing it. Kudos to those who weren't. But, I mean, anyone who was slugging, name them. Rafael Palmero? Took him. Sammy Sosa? Took him. Obviously, Canseco. Canseco, McGuire. They were all, They yeah. all did. Yeah. But it doesn't make you a better ball player. Did Juan Gon do it? Mm. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, um, it's, it's a tough argument to have. I mean, personally, I think that the steroids actually... Uh, if they're going to help anybody, it's going to be the pitchers with the recovery and everything, you know? Allowing them to throw those I don't know fastballs it, so much, and then yeah. three days later be fine. I don't know. Is that's it's a recovery thing as much as it's a, yeah. a growth situation? Well, I mean, you got to put HGH into the whole situation as well. So here's which the thing: is part of the recovery. Back back in the old days, uh-huh. back when I was in uh, in the high school. Back in my day. Back in my day. Back in my day, there was no pitching mound. So we used to have a health food store. In I town. guess it was higher. It was a really high pitching mound. <laughs> I pitch from the top of the mountain. <laughs> so we used to have a health food store in town. Okay. And I was lifting on a regular basis. Okay. 15, 16 years old. And I went down to the health food store. Okay. And I'm I'm like I'm I'm getting pretty big. I go down there and yeah. I buy this thing from Twin Lab. I go, okay, this is a health food store. Things have to be good for you here. And I buy this thing called GH Fuel. Okay. And you took six of these monster caplets with like two glasses of water a half hour before your workout, and then you took another six after your workout. GH Fuel, we had no idea at the time, yeah. was growth hormone fuel. Sure. So I was lifting monster weights. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. So, yeah, my fault. There was no internet to go look it up. There was uh, I didn't do my research as I should have. I was a teenager. It wasn't, it wasn't steroids, but it was a growth hormone. I didn't need to be taking that. I was pretty big boy to start with. Sure. Yeah. But I was lifting a lot of weight. So <laughs> Well, you were also carrying a lot of weight. So, you know. No, I wasn't I wasn't as chubby in, oh, you in were high lean. school. You were I lean. was a little more lean. Nice. You've seen those pictures. Yeah. So the ones with the hair. Well, a lot of hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had the mullet going. So back to baseball. Where does where does Bryce Harper end up? I th- um, personally I think it's gonna be the White Sox. I think he's a th- good fit with I, the White Sox. I do, I do. The the White Sox are not necessarily the same as the Mets. The Mets are happy to to be second best. No, I agree with that. But the White Sox are not. I'm okay with him going south side, although I like Bryce Harper, and that would make me like him a lot less. Yeah. 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 My favorite part about baseball is the history. Because oh. you were just talking about... America's ruled by like a, like a steamroller. You were just talking about what movies you watch to get amped. Mm-hmm. It's always Ken Burns for me. I don't watch the Love. fiction. I can watch that whenever. I, I well, some of those were nonfiction that you mentioned, but I the, the the I can watch Ken Burns every day. So I watch that about once a year. It's now a twenty, I think twenty five or twenty six hour long yeah, movie. Yeah, now? it's a beast. After the tenth inning that came out, uh, it is amazing. And it, you know the the one thing, the one reason why I love baseball so much is because of the history, because it is 
uh, I, I don't, I don't want to say necessarily religious in nature, but I mean, oh, but it is, in a but way. it kind of is, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I just, I just absolutely love, uh, love that aspect of the game more than any other sport. I mean, obviously, you know, football has an absolutely amazing history. Granted, it's it, it goes back to what the 1930s, I think. Uh, more uh, than the 20s, yeah, 20s, 30s, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you know the way that it started in, in Ohio. The high school football and then blew up into the, what it is today. Papa Bear, it's, Decatur it's Stanley's. It's fantastic history, but it's not the same as baseball's history, which uh, is hundreds of years old. Um, and like you mentioned, the history books, which are held in a very high esteem. Baseball is, it ties so much with American history, as we did in one of the questions I had asked you. What's that? Which it one was, was that? it was one of the trivia questions I had asked okay. about well players. It was consecutive years, and there was five years missing because he was off. Oh of yeah, because he went to World War Two. Yeah, no, you, know, you would not. You would not see a ball player today. Oh, I'm going to stop playing and go to Afghanistan. Few and far between. Give Pat Tillman all of his credit. I, I was just going to go to Tillman Pat Tillman. Was I was just going to go to Pat Tillman. But true patriot. Yeah, but uh, literally, Major League Baseball shut down because the league went to war. Everyone exactly, yeah. in the league went to war. Baseball reflects Americana, reflects our history, it reflects every piece of who we are. And it's a tough thing to see now because, you know, when I was a kid, everybody played Little League. Everybody did. Everybody was playing Little League. Boys, yeah. girls, everybody was playing uh-huh. Little League. And, you know, everyone followed baseball, and baseball was such a, a big part of things. And now so many kids are into different sports, which, God bless them, that's great. There's a love for baseball, and it doesn't have the immediate impact. And I think because of its pace, this is why I don't I don't care when people say that baseball takes too long. I don't care. I want it to take long. I want it to take its time. There's no yeah. rush in baseball. That's why these old-timers love baseball, because take your time with it. There's no rush to the game to get it finished quickly. I love it. One thing that always gets me is when people – will argue that baseball is no longer the American pastime. It's I've had that argument with people. Always before. will be. Only because it is it is a reflection of I mean granted football may also be a reflection of America in some respects, <laughs> you know, but I, I I will I will still to this day say that uh, America's pastime is baseball. That is that is our game. It is an American invention and the game has it has kind of run parallel with the history of America. Because that is the coolest thing. You imagine going back and being able to, to play catch with a young version of your own father. How great is that? I want to play catch with the Ricky. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Tell me I'm wrong. My favorite Ricky Henderson story uh-huh. is is the John Olerud story. Uh, Ricky had played for the Mets with yeah. Olerud. Mm-hmm. And then he goes out west to play for? Uh, when he went out to the Angels? When no, he when he went to or the Padres? Went to the, he played for a lot of people. <laughs> for so many teams. Yeah. End of his career, he ends up on the team with Olerud. Okay. Olerud walks up and he's like, hey. He's, he's talking to him right after a game. Uh-huh. And he goes, hey, you always wear your helmet out in the field? And he goes, yeah. Yeah, I always do. Yeah. Because he had his... Uh, his, his skull kind of knocked skull to yeah, be yeah, concerned yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. So he always wore a helmet on the field. He goes, you know, I played with a guy in New York that had the same thing. He <laughs> 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 uh, had no idea. That older response was, really, that's great. He had, Talk no to you later. he had no wow. idea. Ricky was uh, probably, see, he was so lovable, but at the same time, he was so self-absorbed. Oh, completely. I mean, picking up that base when he when he broke, what was it, Lou Brock's record? Yeah. He breaks the record, picks up third base, holds it over his head, and proclaims, I am the greatest of all time. Which 
is probably true. Well, as it pertains but, to base stealing, absolutely. Say, you don't but say you don't about yourself. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people got upset about it. Um, of course. Yeah, of but course no one got did. upset about it when Muhammad Ali said it. Everyone was like, yeah, he is. He, he said that before he won his first championship. He uh-huh. said that in a, in a statement of confidence, and, and he was far more lovable than, than Ricky Henderson. I love the Ricky, though. Oh, well, a lot of people do. I mean, when Ricky can call up a general manager and say, this is Ricky, calling on behalf of the Ricky. Like, even his, <laughs> his, 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 uh, I, I guess, his alter ego faux manager persona spoke about himself in the third person. Like, that's, that's so Ricky. That's so Ricky. I loved Ricky. It is. And I was a I was a fan of how he played. He always played with passion. He had a, he had a passion that was that was uh, paralleled by few. Uh, it, I'd say he he really picked up the the baton that uh, had been left by Pete Rose. That's my that's my thing. His passion for the game mm-hmm. was strong, mm-hmm. and he played every single inning like it was, you know, Game Seven of the World Series. Yeah, yeah. Would uh, you think he's one of the uh, one of the greatest outfielders of all time, or what? <sighs> I know we can get into that conversation. Do you want to get into that conversation? I'm I'm okay with <laughs> jumping into that. <laughs> That's uh, a big one. It's a, it's a huge the all time roster conversation. Yeah, this this is basically an entire show. Well, let's start it and see where it goes. All right, let's we see. have all the time in the world. So, best first base. Let, let's let's put some parameters on this. Best, you can only talk okay. about players you've seen play in your lifetime. So you can't okay. vote for Babe Ruth. You can't vote for Ty Cobb. Okay. Um, even though Ty Cobb is on my all-time list, Ty Cobb, no question. Yeah. I've, Jimmy Fox, Ted Williams, but I can't oh. talk about them anymore. Christy Mathewson. I can I cannot talk about them anymore. Christy Mathewson belongs on that topic, but let's move on. Let's go well, so to does Mel Ott, and I can't talk about him anymore. <laughs> all right, let's go to players. Let's start at first base. Okay. Start with number three, Lou Gehrig. Your lifetime, Jimmy Fox. You watched play. It's a tough question because you know there's there's favorite and there's uh, and there's the best. You look at somebody like uh, Keith Hernandez, uh-huh. who might have been the greatest first baseman to ever play in a National League uniform in New York. I honestly, within my lifetime, would probably have to go Pujols. Really, Albert Pujols? I think so. Um, now, granted, know, I'm not remembering players. They were in my lifetime, but when I was two years old, I'm not going to remember them. Well, first off, you know, one of my closest to my heart, I'm going to say, is Mo Vaughn. Was yes. outstanding in Boston. Yes. A great leader. He well, was poppy version one. Well, do we go Do we go based on like a couple of seasons? Can we Can we narrow the parameters Wait, to that? Or is it just MVP all, season? all-time career? Yeah. We can go with an MVP season. Oh, okay. I mean, because I'm also going to I'm going to be a little biased on this one, too. I'm going to say Mark Grace. Mark Grace, Golden Glove winner, phenomenal first baseman, great average, phenomenal hitter, phenomenal uh, teammate to everyone in Chicago. Yeah, and did great in Arizona. Yeah, I mean, I'm I I still think Pujols is it. Although I may, if we're going individual seasons now, I may go like mid '90s Jim Tomei. You cannot argue against Jim Tomei. Like that was a slugger. he's a throwback that old school player that yeah. belongs in every bit of that conversation. Yeah. And and then there's also the big hurt. And, the, and there's do you McGuire. Put the big, do you put the big hurt in there? And there's McGuire. See, I don't know if I'm going to put McGuire in the yeah, same. Yeah, you don't want 60 home runs on your in your lineup at all, huh? Well, that's why I have Pujols. <laughs> if you're going to put the two of them side by side, I'll take McGuire all day, every day. Uh, you got to give a nod to Bagwell as well, Jeff Bagwell. Yeah, you do. Um, I now, my lifetime is a, lot, is a lot more narrow than your lifetime. Right, and, and uh, my so. lifetime has to bring in a Don Mattingly, too. I'm, 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 ta- I'm sticking with Tomei. I'm sticking with Tomei. I can't argue that, um, and I might agree to that. But I think for for my team, I think I'm going to have to go with someone like a. Uh, just because it's my team and in this position only, uh, Mo Vaughn. Go with Mo Vaughn. Go with Mo. I love Mo. Absolutely. 
Second base. Second base. Yeah. You want to start? You want me to start? Uh, you can go. I have some amazing choices for this. You were not alive for Jackie Robinson. No, That's which tough. really hurts. Yes. Really does hurt. But I was alive for Joe Morgan. Yes, you were. And Joe Morgan certainly belongs in that conversation. Absolutely. See, I thought you were going to go Rhino. Rhino is also in that. But I'm trying to stay away from just my team. I'm trying to stay away from all that, Cubs. I can do an all Cubs team. But when it, when it when when he's on the, when he should be on the list, he should be on the list, regardless of if he's on your favorite team or not. World Series make a difference. Okay, that's true. That's true. That the is, championships do true. count in this kind of conversation. Joe Morgan brought it all to the table. I want yes. that chicken wing at the plate for me. He's <laughs> he's certainly part of the discussion along with Rhino. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm an Indians homer here, but Robbie Alomar, I think Jeff Kent. Uh, solid, belongs on the list. Solid years in my uh, in my lifetime. No question. Man, I might say Chuck Knobloch just because I loved watching him throw the ball into the stands. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Come on, you imagine that happens to you? That's tough. Um, and I mean, uh, again, accuse me of being a homer, but I think Dustin Pedroia belongs on that list. You love Pedroia. Talk about the epitome of hustle, man. You love. Oh Pedroia. my goodness, talk about the epitome of hustle. I think since I didn't put Mark uh, Mark Grace at first, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely put Rhino at second as opposed to Joe Morgan. But yeah. it, but uh, I was trying not to be a homer on that, so we'll, we'll go with uh, we'll go with Rhino. Do I go with Petey? I think I have to go with Petey. I think I'm gonna have to go with Pedroia on this one. Yeah. So you got Rhino, I got Pedroia. Fair enough. Okay. Hey, talk about homer picks. At the end of this, are we gonna take uh, like all the batting averages together and run score? We don't have that? time for that. Oh, yeah, we don't have so time for good. that. Hopefully there's a super fan listening that has some time. <laughs> Hopefully there's a fan listening. Hopefully we haven't lost him at this point because this is definitely not our typical show. This is a this just, is not laughter. Oh, you gotta love baseball. It is laughter because I'm laughing at some of your choices, but that's okay. Well, there's. Well, so, I mean, hey, I, I can't if I can't have Rogers Hornsby, then I'll go with Pedroia. That's fair. You know what, what are you gonna do? All right, let's go around the horns. So we gotta we gotta go to the five spot, right? Going to third base. Uh, yeah, we'll go to third base first. I have a really tough time at third base. Mike Schmidt. I have a really tough time at third base. Mike Schmidt? Well, Mike Schmidt is there. There's no question. Yeah. But so is George Brett. George Brett is number two. It's tough. You want to get gritty, I can go Craig Nettles, even though he's not going to be on my list. He was outstanding. This is different from second base because I have a lot of options now within my, within my lifetime. Though. Sure. I'm saying Chipper Jones. Uh, outstanding. Uh, Wade Boggs. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. Who's your choice going to be? That's the hard part. You can't put... Um, Scott Rowland was amazing you too. You can't put Ripken over there. No, you can't. You can't. You got to put him in short. Yeah, you can put A Rod over there if you want. If you want. See, okay. Here's the interesting <laughs> part about Alex Rodriguez, though, because I mean, from a purely numbers standpoint, A Rod is up there. Of course he is. He, he was a hell is. of a ball player. He surely is. Now, here's my other part of this. But people you, hate him. People you got to get along with the other guys on your roster. Oh, that that that's part of this whole thing. Well, part of it, yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know likability. I didn't know likability was a sabermetric these days. Gotta be okay. Yeah, but for me, it's uh, it's it's either Wade Boggs or Chipper Jones. I think George Brett with that one year hitting over three thirty was a three thirty four, three thirty five. He hit that year. That was one of the most astounding years, and he he did so much for baseball. Forget about the pine tar incident. The guy did so much for baseball and so much for Kansas City. He he really put that whole city on his shoulders and and carried it. All right, and, then I'm gonna go Chipper. And where's Pete Rose in this whole mix? Ineligible. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough yeah no I'm, I'm gonna go with chipper um i i grew up watching basically his entire career sure and i mean i think he was the best uh third baseman of of that generation to be honest yeah it's uh, you're probably right of his generation 
I'm and re- there's something to be said about playing for one team your entire career. I agree with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I'm going Chipper. I got Chipper down. I'm going Schmidt. You're going Schmidt. Oh. He's, he's the most talented. He's the most powerful. He was. He had the longer career of the two with him and Brett. As far as uh, dominant numbers, I'm going with Schmidt. But you're old enough for Pi Trainer, so I'm surprised you, you didn't go with Easy. Surprised you did. And his name is Pi, and I mean... I love Pi. We know, we know you do. And you're not good at math, so we know exactly <laughs> what kind of Pi you're talking about, right? Pi. Mm, All right. Um, Shortstop. So we can put Cal Ripken here. So he's in the conversation. I think th- there's no question Cal Ripken uh, belongs owning this conversation. I will give a nod to... Uh, in my lifetime, no question to Ozzie Smith. Um, yeah. The Wizard was was outstanding over there. Loved him. Loved him to pieces. He was outstanding. Even as a, as a Cub fan, watching a Cardinal play like that, again, full career, one team. Yep. Outstanding job. And uh, it was so much fun to watch. And I think yeah. uh, you're going to be shocked that I say this. But in the discussion, and doesn't get the vote, doesn't get the nod, I loved some of the years at Nomad had. No, see, here's the thing with Nomar. If we're talking again about a couple of years, I'm given late '90s, early 2000s Nomar the nod. He, he's good. He was he's, the only he's one. No, who, he's he, no he approached. He approached Ted Williams' 406 mark several times. He did in September's, mind you, in those seasons. Mm-hmm. But alas, I cannot give it to Nomar. Unfortunately, you going to Jeter? I'm going to Jeter. I'm going to A Rod. And I remember the conversation used to be those three. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Nomar. Yeah. Poor Nomar. Those injuries, man. The, Ripken. It, those glass bones will get you. And Ripken's Ripken. still better. And Ripken. And those are, those are the three. Um, you know what I love did, about Cal did Robin, Ripken? Did, did Yount play in your lifetime? Yes, of course. Yeah. So he's got to be on your list. He's got to be he's, in your conversation. He's high on my list. Yeah, absolutely. I loved him. I think he was fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, Best mustache at the shortstop. <laughs> but Hands my, down. But Cal Ripken, to me personifies baseball forget about the streak forget about the rest he's just the man that's class personified yes, absolutely he is the all-american guy you want to teach someone how to feel the ground ball you watch cal ripkin his mechanics were spot on they were perfect yeah cal ripkin is baseball so, so he I mean, cannot lose this this battle for me well i mean that's the first place i went you said shortstop the first thing i said was of course ripkin, ripkin. Can we both have ripkin sure all right i'll give you senior <laughs> negative okay so we're both taking ripkin um, so uh, there's only three ways that I can go for catcher. Catcher's tough too. Catcher's really tough. You have, uh, you, you have the ability to go a little farther back and you can get, Oh, and I will. And, and you will. But I only have three that I can talk about within my lifetime. Mike Piazza. Which, which deserves more credit than he'll ever get. Absolutely. Yeah. Yvonne Rodriguez. Doesn't get in there for me. Okay. Sorry. The other pudge. The real pudge. The real pudge. The real pudge. Carlton Carlton belongs Fizz. in there for me. Yes. Um, now granted, he was playing during my lifetime. I did not get to see the Carlton Fisk Boston days. I only saw Ooh. the Carlton Fisk Chicago White yeah. Sox, the lesser Sox. That's too bad. You know, they got they got all bleached. They got mixed. You know, sure. Some, someone put bleach in the laundry, and all of a sudden it came out with White Sox, and Carlton Fisk's like, I'm not going <laughs> to play as well anymore. But, I mean, he was still absolutely amazing, and he fits the criteria of playing within my lifetime. Um, but right. I'm, I'm going to have to go with Mike Piazza, and I think, I think it's a runaway within my lifetime. There were really... Two guys when I was in Little League growing up, and I was a catcher in Little League, that I wanted to shape my game after. You know, and you're a little kid, and you're, I'm going to be him. Mm-hmm. It's it's either Fisk um, mm-hmm. or, or it's Thurman Munson. I, I'll give you Thurman I Munson. I love the Carl, Carlton Fisk, you, you, uh, you shaped your pudge after. You didn't oh, shape your game after. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but the third one that's in there that needs, because I really don't have anyone else on this team from the Big Red Machine, 
I gotta have Johnny Bench. Yeah, you have I to. gotta have. You Johnny have to Bench. have Johnny Bench. Yeah, he was great. No one was better. I think. Uh, Absolutely. I no, think you're you're right. You're right. He has to be there. I think. By the way, there's another one from your time that deserves a little credit and never gets credit for what he did. And that's Joe Mauer. That's Posada. Joe Mauer. Joe Mauer does I'll take too. Joe, uh, see, I thought I like we were going to go Joe Mauer. I'd rather take Joe Mauer than than Jorge Posada. They both deserve the discussion. They both deserve to be in there. Absolutely, yeah. But I mean, I don't think either of them comes close to touching Mike Piazza. What he did, but his his bat was so strong. Yeah. His bat was just well, and so it's good. only strong if I'm going just all, if I'm going all around catcher. You know, yeah, again, you got to go Ivan Rodriguez in your lifetime, all around. He he had. I mean, he he could gun him out. Yeah, great um, arm. I'm going bench. Okay. But I, if I so had he's to, on your bench, and then who do you have starting? <laughs> it would be it would be Thurman. There you go. It really would. There you go. Monsoon. Because because okay. Munson is going to be the captain of this team, and he's going to lead it with heart and soul and, and the whole nine yards. Yeah. So obviously, Ted Williams is the undisputable best left fielder of all time. Uh, Ted Williams is not in your lifetime. Don't bring it up. I'm not going to. But who just was the best in Ted Williams' position in my lifetime? <laughs> <laughs> is is the real question. So I mean, look, I, I was talking about the Ricky before. I think it's 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 a battle between either the Ricky or the Barry in my lifetime. I'm thinking. Yeah, right? they're both very strong. Right. I can um, throw one more in there. I'll throw Manny in there. Yeah, Manny certainly belongs in there. Uh, although I still, I mean, he was left fielder there. He was a right fielder in uh outfielders I'm, I'm okay with you switching around a little bit i'm fine with that because yeah. a lot of them do shift oh boy I, i'm gonna have to go with the ricky because he was a true five tool player by the way speaking of bears you didn't mention barry larkin earlier we probably should have yeah yeah we really should have conversation yeah. yeah 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 i'm still taking cal Ripken, though. <laughs> yeah me too I, i'm still taking you cal sorry sorry bear he's never gonna listen to the show again <laughs> he's all done with you yeah no i'm gonna go with the ricky i'm i'm gonna surprise you a little bit Ooh. Because uh, I am taking advantage of my age on this one. Shoeless Joe. Oh, I'm not that old. Oh, can you believe that like the nine... the Black Sox 100-year anniversary is this year? It's crazy, wow. isn't it? Wow. 100 years ago, man. Jeez. Changed baseball it's forever. Like, oh, man, it seems like it was only yesterday. <laughs> I remember being at that game. <laughs> I remember losing my <laughs> life savings of 25 penny. <laughs> Lost two bits of that game. Two bits and a loaf of bread. So... Yes. Yes. Yeah, you got to get, yeah. Yes belongs I, in that discussion. I wish I could talk about him more. I certainly can. I saw him play. He played in the first <laughs> the first baseball game I ever went to. Really? Was at Fenway. Me too. Um, Yankees Red Sox. Ooh. I sat in right field. Ooh. I got to watch. I, I saw I saw Yaz play. There you go. Him and Dewey Evans playing at the same time. That's pretty cool. Jim Rice, these guys are all on the field. I think I think Yaz was DH in that game. Um I had Mo I had Mo Vaughn uh, starting in my first game, and uh, Roger Clemens was the pitcher. I spoke with Mo Vaughn while he was at the plate. Ooh, yes, <laughs> yes, you have. You told me this. Do tell. You got to tell the story now. Oh, it was. Uh, we're at Fenway. First, when we first got to Fenway that day, I look up and we saw Bob Euchre up in the uh, the booth, and we could see him kind of yeah. like sticking his head out. Sure, and just gave a big uke, and he turns and looks down at me looks down down, down to the to the to the I was behind the uh third base side I was probably a, a few rows back behind the dugout and he gave a big wave I got a big wave from Euchre I was like wow Euchre can hear me that's pretty cool so I I was like wow I know I can be heard we're going to find out how much I can be heard right so Movon gets up and I was good for the first two of bats he gets up in a clutch at bat stands up crowd goes bananas as the crowd calms down the pitcher is about to go into his stretch place gets nice and quiet and oh. I just gave a Mo, 
I love you, man. Aw. Yeah. And everybody gave a little chuckle in my area. And did he step out? He did step out. Nice. He did have to step out. And I was nice. told that it was heard on national television. That oh, that was there you there. go. So that's great. I had one uh, far less respectful thing show up on national television. <laughs> um, I was... Uh, this was, it's actually a great story. Uh, I'm in this like freshman year of college, Yankees, Red Sox. I was like, I want to go to Boston. It's, it's somewhere I want to see my buddy Jeff, who I went to college with. And I'm like, I call him up. I go, Jeff, I'm going to get two tickets to the game. Let's go to the game today. He goes, okay, fine. Great. It's a 4 p.m. game. It's morning time. I'm like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do this Saturday afternoon at Fenway. Great. Um, I get tickets on eBay and I go and meet the guy at a gas station uh, in Vernon, Connecticut. Good yeah. times. Yeah. So I met this guy. I got the tickets. They were Loge tickets, which are like gold at Fenway, right? Loge. And I paid face value because the guy just couldn't use them, and it was day of, and no one else was going to buy them on cool. eBay, and I got them because I was in Connecticut. Easy. So I get these two tickets. We go to Fenway. I take these two tickets. I sell these two tickets to a scalper for cash plus an additional four tickets in the right field box. <laughs> I then take those right field box tickets. I upgrade those to us having better infield box tickets plus a little additional cash. So I wow. parlayed these into t- t- a lot of cash, two very decent tickets, uh, I don't know, a little bit past the dugout, um, and a large pizza. And I bought a full <laughs> Papa Gino's pizza in the stadium. They sell them wow. for like $7 a slice. And I was like, can I just have a full pie? And the guy looks at me. He's like, I, that's going to be like 50 bucks, kid. And I'm just like, I, I need my $50 pie. So I sit down at my seat. My buddy Jeff is looking at me like, what the hell are you doing with this full pizza? And that's like, okay, it's time to start eating this pizza. So we're eating this pizza, me and Jeff. We get to the point where we can't eat any more pizza because it's a hot summer afternoon at and Fenway. And it's a giant pizza. And it's a giant pizza. Yeah. So I'm I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to make friends. I'm going to trade beer for pizza to this guy. I'm going to give some pizza slices out. And <laughs> because you're underage. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't 21. <laughs> um, by, by that point in time, I had traded enough pizza for enough beers. I was nice and saucy. And uh, the Red Sox are beating the Yankees, which is always a cause for celebration, especially at Fenway. Sure. So Gary Sheffield is in right field, and I'm within yelling nice. distance to Gary Sheffield. And it just came out that Gary Sheffield's wife had cheated on him maybe a week prior. Yikes. And, you, didn't, you didn't go there. And a phone call comes in after I yelled, of course. A phone call comes in. Did I just hear Mike on television heckling Gary Sheffield? Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. And uh, did I just hear my... Yeah. Yeah, you did. And the line was, and I quote, Hey, Sheffield! Tell your wife I said hi! And even yelling it like that, people were like, I know the inflection of that voice. That's Mike. That's Mike. (laughs) I know him very well. Right? That's that's great. Um, And it was, uh, like I said, less respectable than, than yours. Far. All right, so moving across the outfield, center field. Now, there's a lot of amazing center fielders. Right. I have a very clear winner. I do, too. Ken Griffey Jr. Same. Okay, let's move on. Let's Same. Okay, go. I mean, there's a lot of great guys to talk about. There's a lot of great guys to talk about, but Griffey's bat, yeah. he was just, again, his, his home run swing is the prettiest swing I've ever seen in baseball. It is just fluid. Oh, oh. my God. Goodness. I love Daryl Strawberry Swing. I love Daryl Strawberry Swing. That high leg kick was, was gorgeous to watch. Sure. But 
Griffey's swing was just so smooth. So give me a second. Second center fielder in your lifetime. Ooh. We're putting Griffey down for both of us. Okay. Why why do we need a second? No one else is gonna back him up? I, I'm just I'm just curious to know what you think. I would I would probably go Kirby Puckett. Ooh. Right? Good call. Good call. I By th- the way, this conversation leaves out the, t- the Kirby Puckett's and the Tony Gwynn's on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. You know, they d- certainly deserve Kirby Puckett. I don't know as I'd leave him in center field. I, I might move him to right later in his career kind of thing. Sure, Still sure. Still an amazing stick to have. Uh, love him. Love him to death. Anybody else maybe before my lifetime but during your lifetime that you would bring into the conversation sure for center? I'm sure there's plenty that we could have. You know, here's the other part of this conversation, which is which makes things real tough and could actually open up a whole different layer. But is someone like Mike Trout in the conversation? Because I know he doesn't have a full career, but damn, can that kid play? Well, I mean, oh I, my goodness, I didn't bring up Chris play. Bryant at all. Yeah. And that kid can play. I didn't bring him up third base. He's got to be sure, trying to yeah. dump your career to be in this discussion. Yeah. Jim Edmonds. If they're still – oh, there you go. Yes. He's quick. Super Ooh, quick. Yeah, that's Super a good strong. One. He could hit. That's a good one. Okay. All the angels from angels in the outfield. No. <laughs> okay, then. Fine. Yeah, fine. Uh, so who do you like in right field? I think it's really tough not to say Reggie. Yeah. Really tough not yeah. to say Reggie Jackson in that, yeah. in that argument again. He, he played in my lifetime, right? Did you see him play? Well, um, I did see him. Play baseball? Try to kill the queen. <laughs> that doesn't count. I, I think uh, it does. No. You know what makes Those me so upset whenever I watch the Naked count. Gun? The yeah. Naked Gun was not a stupid movie. It was an all-time classic. But you know what makes me so upset about that? It was an Angels versus Mariners game, I believe. Yeah. Right? They were playing in Dodger Stadium. The whole stadium was blue. And it's an Angels home game. And by then, they were playing in Anaheim. It was a California Angels, I believe, was the team that he was on. But they were playing in in Dodger Stadium. And only, I mean, obviously, most people watching the Naked Gun are going to be, oh, they're playing in Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium. But it makes me kind of perturbed to see that. Okay. For the logistics of making that movie, I'm sure Dodger Stadium was a little closer to, you know, Chavez Ravine is right down the road from Hollywood. So, um... I can think of I can think of two. I'm I'm thinking Ichiro. Oh, I got three. We I'm mentioned think, we mentioned Tony Gwynn earlier. I'm, I was gonna say Tony yeah. Gwynn is my second one. Yeah. What about Vlad? What about Vladimir Guerrero? Largest strike zone of anyone I've ever seen play. He can hit a home run that bounces. Yeah. He hit he can yeah. hit a home run. That, I don't know if he did, but I know he hit some singles <laughs> that bounced. I um, know that for a fact. I think Reggie's in my discussion, but I gotta get some power out there no matter what I choose. Well, what about um, Ichiro? You didn't even talk about my Ichiro pick. What do you think about that? Eh. Solid pick, but there's so many better. You think? Hammer, look at, look, Hammer and Hank. Look at the number. Yeah, no, no, not my lifetime. No, it isn't mine. Yeah. And that's where I'm putting some home runs up against you. The uh, I don't know, man. That's a lot of 200 hit seasons from Ichiro. Daryl. Oh, my. Daryl. Strawberry's got to be, gotta be in that discussion. Got to yeah. be. Do you know where I learned about that, that heckle? No. There was an episode of The Simpsons mm-hmm. where the power plant put together an all-time yes. uh, yeah, baseball the softball, team. the softball team. The softball team, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Darryl was in, and Bart was heckling Daryl, <laughs> and uh, Daryl had like a little tear, like, oh, man. It was really funny. Mattingly, shave those sideburns. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to uh, – I'm going to go with Vlad over Tony Gwynn. And, Ichi- and Ichiro, I mean, he had – he had the defense. He had an uh, he he played an amazing defensive right field. He had yeah. 
multiple 200 hit seasons, could swipe bags. I don't know. It's. Uh, do you need stolen bases on this team? I already got Ricky. I already got Ricky to do it. Larry Walker. No. Well, Larry Walker could hit. Yeah, man. he, he can, but hit. Come on, you got to take Tony Gwynn or I'm Vlad putting, over I'm him. putting him in your discussion. That's all. I'm not oh, saying yeah, he's you can not, put him you know. in the discussion. Uh, put, put, Man, put Manny in the discussion. Put Sheffield in the discussion. I'd rather have Manny than Sheffield in the discussion. Fair. Fair. I think I think Manny belongs there. Manny was uh Manny in right field was 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 a, a fine young chap. Yeah, Hank Aaron starting for me in right field beat that try. Can't. Well, I can't. Can't. No. No. I don't know. I got to go with I got to go with Vlad. He was like a powerful Roberto Clemente. And since I don't have Clemente in my lifetime, technically if I get Vlad, now I got both. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I'm, I'm I'm going with Vlad here. Going to pitchers. Well, first, you don't get to pick one. But I'm putting Ortiz at my DH. But you don't get a DH because you're a National League <laughs> fan. So sorry. So I got Big Pappy as my DH. Okay. Done. All right. Let's keep moving on. Pitchers. Well, we're never playing in the American League Stadium, so we're we're good. So uh, yeah, eventually, they're all going to have a DH. It's awful rule. It's going to happen. Awful though. rule. You know it's going to happen. Stupid. You know it's going to happen. Dumb. D U M dumb. Is it going to happen though? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it doesn't. I hope we hold on to that tradition. But go ahead. We're we're starting pitchers here. Usually on the mound, about 63 and no, a half No, we feet. are at starting pitchers. Oh, I thought you said right where. I was no. going to be like, oh, well, obviously. Don't you start being a wise guy. Because you're not going to be able to match up with my pitchers anyway. Okay. So I am probably going to start with Nolan Ryan. Yeah, that's that's my number one. Okay. So yeah. let's. no one gets Nolan Ryan then. Oh, um, I want Nolan Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Maddox. Are you, are you just going to name all of them? I'm going to go. So you're going to take your time. Greg Maddox. Steve Carlton, Johnson. I've got the Johnson on mine. I've got the unit on mine. One more. Who's my last one? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. Who do you think it should be on mine? There's a lot of great pitchers, man. I was going to say Tom Seaver would be within your lifetime. Now, I didn't really is. get much of him. Go ahead. Go for your five. See, this is why I hate picking the same ones because I have two that you have. I have um, the big unit. Well, he was dominant for I have time. Nolan Ryan. Yeah. I have Pedro Martinez. Of course. Because Pedro Martinez in the late 90s, early 2000s was one of the most dominant oh, pitchers of his era. I, I give you credit there. Roger Clemens. I hate – he was all Red Sox Ooh. and everything too, but I got to get – What uniform is he wearing for you? He's, he's wearing a blue the Boston – no, he's wearing a Boston – yeah, he was a blue jay. <laughs> he's wearing a Red Sox uniform for me, even yeah. though that's not where he got the rings. That's I mean, that's where he pitched his best years. Um, I mean, I would go with Greg Maddox. You had him on there, so I'm going to skip him just because I don't want to follow you. Um, I don't know. What about Tom Glavin? Tom Glavin from his from his Graves days are pretty good. Strong Smoltz was great too. Yeah, Smoltz. I still I still think of Smoltzy as a as a reliever, even though I know oh, he didn't start. Come there. on, even though I know it, I know better than to say that. I, don't I know, know better than to I say that. I don't know that, who but. you like for your, you're you're looking for your five spot too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I I got to give a shout to to Jim Palmer. Yeah, got to. Uh, he's he's a possibility in that in that fifth spot. Here comes the Google. I heard you typing. I just want to see if there's somebody I missed that I really need to to be on. I mean, top of here. here's my la- my last pick is either going to be Roy Halladay, or it's going to be Kurt Schilling, because Kurt Schilling was possibly one of the most dominant playoff pitchers. Bloody Sock was an amazing game. The that's, Bloody Sock was absolutely amazing game, but you also have to remember the co MVP that he won in 2001. I'll take Kerry Wood for one game. 
for as great of a game as he pitched right there. Oh, sure. I'll take Hideo Nomo. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah you know, you go. I'm gonna since I already have Maddox as my one Cub, so I'm taking him as a Cub, not as a Brave. So you wouldn't take him for his better years? I like him as a younger, <laughs> as a younger Maddox. I like, okay, I like, I like. No, he he had he had better you're, career you're, years. He had better defense in Chicago. He, he did. Yeah. Um, and and he threw a little more zip in chicago uh he learned a little more control as he went on and, and mm-hmm. uh, great i want him as a cup part of me wants to bring fergie jenkins into that discussion too okay. that's okay. right at the tail end i'm not trying go. to remember if what, i saw what him year? play what year were you born 71 okay so you were like like bob feller was like yeah you no, were like three four years yeah, old when he's yeah, yeah. yeah so that doesn't okay doesn't count um but fergie's part of that discussion <laughs> you know i loved guys like catfish hunter dude loved him Love me some catfish. Love me some catfish. Love me some cat- Do you like it fried or look, blackened? Doc Gooden deserves a discussion. Answer my question, food bag. <laughs> wow. Fried. You like it fried? Oh, yeah. You're a fried catfish I kind of guy? I fried catfish. I like a good blackened catfish. I like catfish. I'll have either one, but you tell me you got to have one or the other. I'll, I'll take it fried. Blackened catfish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. French fried catfish. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So we have all those guys in. Yeah. Uh, I need a relief pitcher. Mariano. I really can't argue it. Yeah. I, can, I can say Eck all day I want. I can I can try yeah. to come up with these other guys. but uh, Raleigh Fingers and Trevor Hoffman, you can put them in the conversation. I love Raleigh Fingers, too. Raleigh can be our setup guy. Yeah. You have me. Goose Gossage. I have Goose. You have Goose. You Goose could, was amazing. Goose, yeah. um, Billy, Billy Wagner was, for a short time, yeah. Yeah, he absolutely. Was. Lights out for a while. Lights out, yeah. 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 We're talking relievers or are we talking closers? The whole cl- concept of closing basically is... What a twenty-year-old concept! Look, Tommy John or Nolan Ryan or whoever is not going to stop in six innings and, and look yeah. for a setup guy. Well, like uh, you can't put you can't put Lee Smith in the conversation if it's just closers. And right. Lee Smith was a dominant reliever, right? So I don't know. But uh, look, we we all we agree we that it begins and, and ends with Mariano. Fair. Um, here's one issue I have with Mariano Rivera. I'm sorry, I don't have the issue with Mariano. I have the issue with the baseball writers. Mariano was just the first unanimous Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Famer. How? Yeah. How is he the first? Who was the writer? Who was the writer who was just like, you know what? (sighs) Babe Ruth wasn't good enough for me. No, he's a fat guy. Like, who is that writer that did not put some of these other all-time greats on their first ballot? Because you know now this unanimous thing is going to happen all the time. You know Jeter is probably going to get a unanimous. Yeah, which shouldn't happen. Which shouldn't happen, even though now it's going to start. Because there was that first. The Although, toughest... I, I would have I been... I mean, Ricky deserved to be a first ballot unanimous Hall of Famer. So here's the I thing. keep coming back to Ricky. I'm not like the world's biggest Ricky Henderson You're fan, coming across that in the show. Even though I come across that way. But there are plenty of players who deserved unanimous uh, first ballot votes and didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think... The toughest part for for Mo Rivera, which uh, I love the guy, he was uh, he was dominant in his position, but it's a part time position. Yes, that's like giving a DH a unanimous vote if they spend their entire career yeah. as a DH. And Edgar sorry. Martinez has not even come close. Sorry, Edgar, you know, yeah, love him, but sorry. So I have a problem with that, just on the basis of it's a part time job. Okay, so I, I I'll, I'll totally give you that, but I'm going to name a couple of people, and I want you to tell me if they got snubbed by not being unanimous. Go. And we've mentioned like all of these names: <laughs> Chipper Jones, no, Greg Maddox. He's he's not. It's like, can you come up with one reason to not vote for these people? Is basically the question. I'm gonna say Maddox should have been. He's a he's a yes. Should be a unanimous. Okay, Randy Johnson, no, Tony Gwynn, 
Yes. Hank Aaron. Yes. The next people I'm going to read got more votes than Hank Aaron. You tell me if they even deserved that. George Brett. Yes. Deserved more votes than Hank Aaron. Yes. Ty Cobb. Yes. Elected. He was in the original. Original crew, yeah. So that was what, 30? No, it was 36. Uh, Ty Cobb received the most votes on that ballot. Correct. More than Babe Ruth. More than Babe Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just putting that out there. Uh, Cal Ripken Jr. Should he have been a unanimous vote? Yes. I agree. Ken Griffey Jr. No. No. You don't think so? No. So only one Inju- writer injuries. disagreed with or agreed with you on that Inju- year. Injuries and yeah. uh, and winning. Sorry. Yeah. Tom Seaver. No. Nolan Ryan. Yes. Okay. So there you go. So, case in point, there are numerous people who should have been unanimous yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Personally, I would have voted for all of those people who I just named. And that's the problem. A lot of people say, yeah, I'll vote for him, I'll vote for him, I'll vote for him. And I would no definitely vote no. for them. Yeah. I would definitely vote for them. I don't think there's anyone on there that I wouldn't vote for, at least in the second year of. But I, guess, first I, ballot, I guess it depends on who, who else was on that ballot in 2016. first ballot's tough. Yeah. Okay, so we have all these things down. We don't have yeah. a manager for that team yet. Oh, we're doing this. We're doing you kind of have to. You kind of have to. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, I don't know, man. I kind of want to give it to Tommy Lasorda, that fat bag of... You know, it's really funny. He was on top of my list. <laughs> was he he's really? Out, he's at the top. He's not I'm the try- top. I'm trying to remember there. how um, Jose Canseco described him in his book, In Juiced. Yeah. It was some, it was, there was something about his, his weight and how much pasta he ate. <laughs> and it was, it was just, I mean, yeah. come on. Um, Lasorda deserves that part of that discussion, no question. Yeah, uh, Tony Larusa. Dude, Jim Leland deserves part of that discussion. I loved his old school baseball ways. Yeah, no, it's true. But I mean, when you talk about ma- so when you talk about managers, winning is is even more important than players. It is right. So Joe Torre is on that list. Joe Torre has to be on the list. He has to be on the list, especially and because when Joe Torre was winning championships with the Yankees, ego. No, not even that team oh. was not. No, 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 no. Because that team was not a full of egomaniacs until after those World Series. He managed some serious egos with that team and big dollar players. So yeah, that, he deserves some of that. He he wasn't when it was those. Uh, you know the the Derek Jeter wasn't Derek Jeter as we know him now, right? The Tino Martinez and Scott Brocious and Paul O'Neill. Scott Brocious, had like all of them, in, man. they weren't the what you think of like his you know Jason Giambi and A Rod type players mm-hmm. that he managed mm-hmm. to zero World Series after Fair. That. We have a player manager. His name's Pete Rose. So that's done. You wouldn't let me have him as a player. He's player manager, Pete Rose. Um, but why? What did he do as a manager? How dare you, sir? <laughs> how dare you? Uh, One of my all-time favorites, though, though I, it should be considered here right before your time. I don't think take he was, Don Zimmer. Don't I love Popeye Oh man, you so got No, you got to throw him down by the head, man. Oh, stop it. <laughs> you got to throw him down by the head. show respect to that man. Just because your head looks eerily similar Aww. to his. Oh, I don't have the jowls. No, but in that photo where he's wearing that army helmet, <laughs> your head has the same <laughs> shininess and smoothness. Right. I believe it was Leo Rocha that did this when he was with the Mets. He, in the draft, chose uh, a catcher. And they said, uh, you know, why did you take a catcher? That doesn't make any sense. Why would you? There's like all these other players there. Mm-hmm. Why would you take a catcher here? Mm-hmm. And his answer was, I found without a catcher, I get a lot of pass balls. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. That's pretty good. That's it's actually brilliant. That's, that is that is great. Yeah. See, I don't know. It's it's. But look, Yogi, me, Yogi me, would be so much fun. Yogi oh, would be absolutely. amazing fun. Absolutely. See, p- but part of me wants to be like, who won? 
you know, who deserves it because of winning. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony Larusa, Bobby Cox, got to put him in. I mean, those Braves teams for Bobby Cox. Yeah. But yeah. but manager is also about attitude. Yeah. Right. And that's why I'm thinking Lasorda gets in there and Don Zimmer gets in there because those types of managers are like, that's when I think about a manager, that's what I think of. Yeah. Like, I'm not thinking of Connie Mack type of a manager, like showing up in trench coat and, and, and hat and all that stuff, which was great. I wish I wish that was required uniform. Look, Joe Madden is probably going to be a coach, a manager for me. He's going to keep that zen, cool, fun going on with the whole team. Yeah, he'd he's be my, a, pitching, my pitching He's coach. around. He's he'd be my around. pitching coach. Sparky Anderson might be my guy to, to take over the reins of the yeah, whole team. Yeah, yeah. I, would I want that old school, gritty I could, give you, I could give you that. Yeah, I like that a lot. I could give you that. Um, You're not putting Terry Francona in your discussion, huh? See, I, I love I love Tito, especially for what he did with the Red Sox. Um, knows the game very, very knows, well. Knows the game very well. But, I mean, again, that's just not my kind of – like, he, he's, he is like a player's manager. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Some people love that. I don't necessarily. I mean, you 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 hear but you hear the names I'm rattling off to you. Those yeah. are the types of managers. You want Lou Pinella in there for you? I'll put Lou Pinella in. There. Yeah. You oh, want I'll Lou put Pinella. I'll put Lou in there. Oh, I'll put Lou in there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. By the way, l- l- give one more nod to this too. Uh, Frank Robinson deserves a nod. We just recently lost him. He just recently yes. passed away, and that's yes. a horrible shame. He was a great, great addition to baseball. That, that hurts baseball a ton to lose him. Yeah. Uh, I hope that uh, Major League Baseball does something with him this year. He was, I mean, all-time great, class act. It's kind of crazy to think about that he was the first black uh, manager in baseball. Right. It was like, what, 40 years ago? Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's ancient history. For me, it is, because that's prior to my lifetime. You... Were you alive. Know what? You were a teenager, I guess, when he was. A yeah, manager. but it wasn't like it was a. It was never like a big deal. I think that's where baseball has done a great job of uh, uh, not making race issues a big deal. I mean, granted, that was tackled by Jackie when Jackie was there, but uh, it wasn't seen as like, hey, this is a big thing. We're bringing on the first. No, it was just you know Frank was he knew baseball. Yeah, glad to see him get the job. Yeah. Look, but he did so much, though, for bringing oh, black baseball players into the game. Outstanding. Which is a big problem with baseball right now. Right. But the best African-American athletes are not playing baseball now like like maybe you know 30-some-odd years ago. Right. And, uh, well, it's just like kids growing up. Kids yeah. aren't playing Little League as much as they were. They're playing, they're playing lacrosse. Yeah. They're playing soccer. They're playing different it's things. It's coming back, though. It's coming back. Because as these concussions rise and football becomes... More about player safety and less about playing football. Baseball is a wonderful game, and it's a matter of, of letting kids be a part of each one and decide which one is better and not just the one that's flashier or more fun to play on their PlayStation. We end all of our shows with etiquette. Ah. The best baseball etiquette tips that you have. Give me one. Don't step on the third base line or first base line. Don't mess up the chop on your way into the field. That's right. Skip over it like Never. like like Turk Wendell. There you go. Can't there you go. have a baseball show without talking about my boy Turk. There you go. Uh He's he's a reliever on my team. Is he? Yeah, he is. I just won. That guy's slider was nasty, dirty, and it you know was. what? His attitude on the bench was phenomenal. Oh, that Great necklace. Team player. That, that, we didn't even talk about just just best baseball Turkey players claws. from an attitude. Yeah. We can do we that another show. Yeah, we can do that another show. Um, uh, don't cross the bats any more than you would cross the streams. Nice. That's That's got to be me. You cross the streams, the entire universe will implode. You cross the bats, uh, Whiffy's going to strike out. And that, that's, and that's how it works. Is. That's how it works. Lots right. of baseball etiquette and baseball courtesies to know. That's the end of the first inning. I'm go- I'm going to Cooperstown right now. I'm okay. not waiting for you. I'm just going to Cooperstown. So you can get with me and get the car. Or you can we didn't talk about Vin Scully.
fucking carry. Get back here. Hey. Get back here. Hold hey. on, we didn't we didn't talk about your headphones are back on. <laughs> Screw Cooperstown. We we forgot to we I forgot to call the game. We forgot to have a conversation. It's time for a cold Budweiser. Okay, so obviously that's your top broadcaster. Harry Carey. Yeah. I'm going to call the game with Vince Scully. Yeah. The two of them are going to do it together. I, I'm partial to Vince Scully. Hey! I love... <laughs> you even making the face. I love Vince Scully. I absolutely love... And I had the pleasure of listening to him so many times when I lived in L.A. Hey! Hi. <laughs> well, no. But on a serious note... I would mute the TV yeah. and turn on the yes. radio. Yes. And that's how I would watch it. And this, I'm talking, this is like six, uh, yeah, six, seven years ago when I'm out in Los Angeles watching Dodgers games. I would literally turn off that awful broadcast, except they brought him in to do the third inning or they brought the third, the radio broadcast in for the right. third inning. Right. But I mean, uh, nobody called a baseball game <laughs> by himself. Better than they Vince couldn't Scully. get him there before the third inning because of the traffic in L.A. That's the problem. He well, get in, to the stadium. in L.A., nobody shows up before the third, and everyone leaves before the seventh. Those, there you that's go. Dodgers fans. Yeah, maybe that's why they uh, why they missed. Uh, why they didn't the but Harry Carey and Vince Scully, God bless. I'll have them both there, and just in case we need someone else, there's going to be a little Phil Rizzuto down on the sideline. Holy Ooh. cow! Holy cow! Yeah, take that, Ernie Harwell. <laughs> <laughs> take that. We're putting Phil Rizzuto in the booth before I want Ernie Harwell. Phil Rizzuto. Yeah? Yeah, I do. All right, fair enough. I love Phil Rizzuto. All right, and with that, f- Joe Buck. <laughs> wow. Holy cow. Is that how we're ending the show? Wow. Is that how we're ending the show? God damn it. Time out. Hey. Why are you shaking me off? Huh? I want to bring the heater to announce my presence with authority. To announce your what? To announce my presence with authority. To announce your fucking presence with authority? This guy's a first ball fastball hitter. He's looking for heat. Oh, yeah? So what? He ain't seen my heat. All right, me. Give him your heat. Why is he always calling me me? I'm the guy driving a Porsche. Fastball. Come on, Joe. Slow down. Slow down, boy. Slow down. Take your time. I'll run for Burton Brooks. Uh, Fayette Mill General. What are you doing? Huh? What are you doing standing here? I give you a gift. You stand here, show up my picture. Run, dummy! Give me the ball. Well, he really hit the shit out of that one, didn't he? Nailed <laughs> it like an egg. Yeah, and he scrambled the son of a bitch. Look at that, he hit the fucking bull. Gotta get some free steak. <laughs> you having fun yet? Oh, yeah, I'm having a blast. Thanks. Good. God, sucker teed off in that like he knew I was gonna throw a fastball. He did know. How? I told him. All right, one down now. Come on, look your man. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Chuck Arky, Chuck Arky, you got anything? Don't think, just throw. Don't think, just throw.